What is up, everybody? My name is Jack Graham. And I'm Mac Rikers, and together we are the In-Situ Collective. And we are here to teach you the habits and strategies to put your health and fitness first. And help you to feel amazing, increase your energy, gain confidence, and ultimately have a bigger impact. Yes, welcome back everybody to our very first episode of 2022. Ooh, how weird is that to say? Very. Um, so this episode, we want to start the year off with this episode because we know a lot of you that listen are already into your health and fitness and already on your fitness journey. But generally we know somebody that we think should start or you should be helping them or it could just be a family member that you want to start you know, working on their health and fitness as well to sort of help you along. And it's always better when everybody around you sort of got the same goal. So this episode, you can pass it on or you can just take one of these tips, tricks, and add it into your life and their life if they're close enough to do so. Um, but as always, with this sort of stuff, we highly recommend that you start slowly. And that's going to be pretty much our first tips. We'll get into it in a second. But don't go changing your whole life. We feel like we want to do this episode, you know, close to New Year's as well because everybody after wants to change everything. Yeah, their life. it's like all right, New Year's here, so I'm gonna stop doing everything and start doing everything right. So make sure if you're that person, make sure you listen to this whole episode because I think you're gonna get a lot out of this. But again, just start slowly, add one thing in, and once that's a habit, move on to the next thing. Yeah. Which brings me to my first one. So we're gonna go. I'll go with a fitness one, then Mac will go with a health and food one, and then we'll go vice versa. I think I've got a few more than you. Yep. So we'll end up talking about mine a couple bit more than yours. As usual. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my first one is, is just adding more movement. I feel like a lot of people think they have to go to the gym and start working out super hard five days a week to get results and start being healthy when you can simply just start walking more. You know, wake up in the morning, go for a walk, and it doesn't even have to be every day, even if it's just on the weekends. Wake up on the weekends, just add a 20-minute walk in on your on Saturday, Sunday, and then, you know, that can creep into your week and build from there. It does not have to be, you know, all out on nothing. It can just be simple movements, simple as maybe even just mowing your own lawns. You know, yeah, I think like I feel like we have talked about NEAT a lot in the past and mm -hmm. the benefit of it. Um, just increasing that. What, what's that up? stand for again? Non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So basically it's just move more each day. Yeah. And just doing things that aren't actually exercise. Yeah. Wash your car once a week even. Yeah. Things like that. All right, I'll leave it there. What's your first one? Cool. So my first one is similar to adding small bits of movement. Uh, start by adding more healthy food. So rather than cutting out foods that people think are bad or that you feel guilty eating I suppose um, just add in more food and then you are automatically leaving less room mm. uh, for the quote-unquote bad foods or high calorie foods so yeah it's super simple place to start is just adding more vegetables to meals or having vegetables as a snack before you have your usual snack of chocolate and chips or something um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people do that, especially with New Year's. They're like, oh, I've eaten way too much of this over Christmas and New Year's. I'm going to not eat that anymore and cut out all that and then add all this stuff in, but it lasts about three days. 
Yeah, and then what end, What ends up happening is you eat way more than you would have eaten if you just keep kept having like one chocolate a day mm. and having more vegetables, you'll just end up binging and having like a whole box of chocolates in one sitting rather. Yeah. So you don't so, have to get rid of your favourite foods to be healthy yeah. or to reach your goals. You just have to add more fruits and vegetables. I feel like a good one of that is desserts because we don't really have dessert. Yeah. And over Christmas we started having desserts yeah. at uh, family's place and um, I feel like you to get out of that you just have more protein at dinner and satisfy you're so you full. and you're so full <laughs> and you don't want dessert anymore yeah so just things like that simple yeah all right and back to me yep all right so I've already talked about just adding in more movement the next one would be adding in simple exercises okay so push-ups air squats lunges just a full body um, functional movements. As in, are you saying just randomly throughout the day or to adding them to a workout? Good question. So both. Okay. So basically, if you're not a gym person, I'd just add these throughout the day. Um, again, we've spoken about this in previous podcasts and again on the last topic of increasing your neat. If you just want to do 10 push-ups, 10 air squats, so just a squat in the air and 10 sit-ups five times a day, you know, that's quite a lot of reps and that's going to get your need up all day. But if you're somebody that does want to go to the gym and start working out, just add in simple exercises when you first go. Um, again, we seem to overcomplicate these things when you go back to the gym or getting into the gym for the first time. Simple movements. Um, if you're going to a gym and it's got machines and it's your first time there or you haven't been for a while, jump on a machine. Like I know I say functional is better, but if you don't know what you're doing, you can't fuck up those machines you sit down and you move the machine and mm. you can only go in one direction, you're not going to hurt yourself, you're working your muscles, you're in the gym, you're creating those habits, just keep it super simple is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, you don't have to do these weirdly um, overcomplicated... Exotic movements. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, hit this and jumping over that and battle ropes and all kettlebells, like all useful tools, all great for you. But when you're first starting out, just keep it simple. Yeah. Start moving, activate muscles. That's all you need to do. All right, I'll leave that one. Cool. Okay, my next one would be try not to encourage, or not encourage, try not to tell people um, to change what they are eating. So don't say, oh, that's bad for you. You shouldn't be eating that. You should be eating, I don't know, chicken and rice and broccoli for every meal instead. So don't do that. People really hate being told what to do or more so that they are wrong. Um, so I would suggest just encouraging friends or family to start counting their calories and then they will see for themselves the value of the food that they're eating and either that they're eating too much or not enough and it's not coming from you they're learning it themselves so they're more likely to want to change through that way rather than being told that they're wrong yes. <laughs> because everybody hates that especially when it comes from friends or family yeah I feel like they get very defensive yeah what would you know and I don't know how many times people have said, oh, I hate counting calories, but once they start doing it, you get addicted to it because yeah. you actually see the value of your food and how many calories and things you didn't think were high calories are high calories and yeah. vice versa. And it's exciting because yeah. you like you're learning about yeah. yourself. So a lot of people that haven't done it or don't know, once they start doing it, it is quite fun and addictive. So it is a good way to start understanding it. Yeah, for sure. 
All right. Um, so my next one is, you know, you've started moving more, you've done simple exercises, and we're getting into the gym and starting to build a routine. And again, this is where people sort of jump in and think, if I'm going to the gym, I, I need to do, you know, five sessions a week, or it's not worth it. And I'd say it's complete opposite. I would su strongly suggest doing it two sessions a week full body so you're basically working every single muscle in your body two times a week and if you've got the right program and you're doing it right and you've got a good connection with your body then that's all you need because you've already built those other habits of walking each day and all that sort of stuff adding in two days of you know activating each muscle under tension um, is going to be really good for your health yeah. um, which will go into my next one which Go on, you might as well keep going and feel like you've nearly doubled me. So that is just going to help uh, um, avoid injuries. So basically, I see it all the time as a trainer. Everybody sort of does their New Year's resolution. They're going to start working out. They jump in five days a week. Two, three weeks in, they're injured and they just stop. So that's what you don't want to do. You don't want to build all these good habits and then all of a sudden not be able to do them because you're injured. So that's why... I'm, we're building up slowly, walking each day, adding simple movements, and then two full body sessions a week. It's just going to be good long-term progress and avoid injuries. Um, so avoiding injuries is one of the biggest sort of things I want to point out there because so many people get injured and don't come back to their fitness um, journey or back to the gym or anything like that. So avoid injuries. Yeah. Can I, I'm just going to say something on top of that that came to mind. When I was starting out, I feel like I was quantity over quality mm -hmm. a lot yeah. at the, in the beginning. And I feel like if you are wanting to take someone to the gym, then you should really set an example or reinforce that it is the other way around. So quality over quantity. Because even now, sometimes I see people doing like wads and stuff in the gym and they're going hard and fast and they're sweating and I'm like, oh man, like I'm very, I'm a very competitive person and I want to do that. But then every time I do that, I end up very injured and have to go all the way back to the start and lose a lot of like my strength yep. in the big lifts. So yeah, yep. quality yep. over quantity. For sure. And just while we're there, yeah, full range. So yeah, I did say full uh, total body workouts or full body workouts, but full range movements. So I'm talking back squats all the yeah. way down, all the way up, overhead press, deadlifts, you know, big compounding movements, but doing them to the full range. It's not much point doing a back squat if you're only going through half a squat. Take the time, work on your range of motion. So work on getting a full depth squat all the way down, all the way up before you start loading it up. Yeah. Because, again, um, the more range you work your muscles, the more activation you get. So that means you're building more muscle, burning more fat, all that sort of stuff. Cool. Cool. You go. Okay. The next point that I have is encouraging family members or friends to drink more water. I feel like it's pretty obvious, pretty basic. But a lot of the time when people think that they're hungry or they're craving something, they're actually just thirsty. So without even having to tell people to drink more water, I mean, I know Christmas is over, but great gifts like a litre water bottle, um, super simple. And they're probably just going to drink more water in having a water bottle with them. Um, also, it helps you stay full for longer if you're drinking more water. Um, and I know when I'm around family and friends that... I like to make my water fancy, you know, because I don't drink much alcohol. So I'll put like lemon or lime and things like that in it. And then 
other people are like, oh, cool, maybe I'll do that too. And then subconsciously you're encouraging them to drink more water without actually telling them to drink more water. <laughs> and it helps with everything like mm. brain function, bodily functions, moving micronutrients around your body, um, joint health, everything. everything. You need water. Yeah, so it's an easy one to work on. Nice. Um, so my next one is sort of obviously carrying on from the injuries and all that sort of stuff, but is don't it's don't overtrain. So what I mean by this is I've already spoken about, you know, not diving into it five days a week, all that sort of stuff. We're built up slowly. But um, once we start building a routine and you're going into the gym two to three times a week is don't overtrain. So don't overdo it. So this comes into what you're doing outside the gym as well. So what does your life look like? With You know, everything can overload your body and training is one of them, but you know, work stress, just being around family and a bit more stress that that holds as well. Um, you know, you're partying a little bit more, you're eating all the foods that you might not be eating generally, all that sort of stuff adds to the stress of your body. You know, your body can't digest alcohol and processed foods as well. So that's more stress on your body. So adding in high intensity training on top of all that, you're gonna overtrain because your body is already at a high point of stress and you're just adding more stress on top of it. And then if you're, you know, at the beach all day, surfing, running, walking, all that sort of stuff. So that is all what I consider training as well and it can overload your body. So make sure you just take a bigger uh, step back and take a look at your life and how it is. I know at the moment, a lot of my clients, I've just got you know, doing very simple workouts, not too intense, just keeping it simple. Like I said, just going through activating each muscle and that's all you really need for this time of the year. Most of them are already stressed and, you know, got things going on that they don't normally do out of normal routine. So just taking it easy and just sort of having a look at your life and make sure you don't overdo it. Because again, you overdo it. Um, you might not hit an injury, but you might overtrain and just hit a wall and get less motivated feel more sleepy during the day, feel like you don't want to do anything, it's because you have overtrained. And it's not necessarily a physical injury, but it could be a mental injury as well. Yeah, which is probably harder to come back, arguably. 100%. Um, cool. Done with that one? Yeah. Okay, so another thing, I guess, or another good place to start would be by focusing on either yourself or getting a family member to improve one meal. So rather than having the mentality of from tomorrow, I'm going to eat healthy forever, <laughs> the rest of my life, that it doesn't work. Um, so just focus on one meal, probably preferably the easiest meal for you to either cook, prep or a meal that you know you always eat at home. Um, just start with, say, I don't know, breakfast is a good place to start because it's the first meal of the day. Um, so start by adding vegetables or fruit to that meal. Um, or even have a vegetable and fruit smoothie because then you get vegetables in maybe if you like prefer a fruit or a cold breakfast. Um, and making smoothies and things like overnight oats and chia puddings and breakfast that isn't just eggs and bacon but has some vegetables with it as well while you're staying with family or camping or on holidays or whatever, other people will just look at that and be like, oh wow, your breakfast looks so good, like something you get at a cafe. Like I know my family does that a lot. Um, so I guess just starting with one, starting at one place, the easiest place for you or the easiest place that you can see for a family member um, is a great way to build momentum. 
mm. to improving the other two or three meals. Yeah, um, I think that's very underrated. Um, I feel like a lot of people might hear meal prep and go, oh, shit, that's three meals a day, five days in a week. Yeah. And that's just all of a sudden blown out to all these meals I have to prep. Yeah. Where if you just prep dinner, um, you know, and it's five, six nights a week, that's only five or six meals you need to prep. Yeah. And then you know you can go to the beach all day or whatever and you know that when you get home, all of your vegetables are already cut up or you have a meal in the fridge ready to go. Yeah. Like, and you can still enjoy your holidays. <laughs> super easy. Um yeah, good point. Cool. All right. Um, the next one, I guess, we're following on from the overtraining and having a look at your life is don't let fitness or the gym or working out consume your life. I feel like a lot of people start this and then everything else gets put on the back burner. They stop doing fun things. They stop going out for dinner. Oh, I've got to get these results. Um, you know, I can't miss with this workout, all that sort of stuff where... It should be seamlessly in your life, yeah. but not a hindrance on your life. So don't get to the point where you can't do anything else other than workouts and focus on meal prepping and all that sort of stuff. So I just want to sort of add that in there um, as a, you know, just a sort of thing that I feel. Reminder. You know, reminder that, you know, there is life outside of a gym and working out and that sort of stuff. You don't have to sacrifice the fun things to be healthy and fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that goes into the conversation of, you know, maybe jump off social media for this time of the year because a lot of people see all the beach bodies and all that sort of stuff on Instagram and go, oh, my God, I want to look so like that. Behind. Yeah. I have to catch up and then stop doing all the fun things. So where you don't know what they're going through and they might not be healthy people and that could be from last summer and yeah. now that person's a big fatty. Exactly. Okay, so don't stress about what everybody else is doing. Focus on your own thing you know focus on your health and wellness focus on the things we've been doing and don't let it consume your life yeah cool okay i'm just going to wrap my last two points into one because i feel like i've already slightly covered this one which is don't tell family or friends that they're wrong because people don't like that and they're more likely to not want to change um, don't force educate and don't force feed so by that i mean don't tell somebody while they're eating a sausage in bread that they're going to get heart disease and die or something like that ridiculous mm. um people don't want to be educated if they don't choose to be mm. so people are only going to learn if they choose to learn you telling them that they're eating the wrong thing and it's bad for their health is probably going to cause them to do more of it as they're in retaliation i know my family would do that anyway um and as for don't force feed i mean as in if you're having I don't know, like a salad sandwich or something for lunch and they're having deep fried dim sims, don't say, oh, don't you think you should be having this salad? Or here, have this salad. Um, I think you should eat this salad instead of your dim sims because also that obviously hurts people's feelings because it makes them feel like they don't know what they're doing with their lives. Mm. Um, and my family does it to me in the opposite way. So if I'm eating something that's healthy, they'll be like, oh, why are you eating that? Why don't you eat sausages in bread for dinner instead? You know, so I know both both ways it's not that great and both ways it probably mentally, emotionally, physically, I guess, for me, um, it's going to hurt the other person either way. So whether you're trying to force feed someone healthy food or whether someone's trying to force feed you unhealthy food, 
um, yeah, just avoid that situation. Mm. So people sort of have to come to their own conclusion rather than you telling them that they are wrong. Yep. And just to wrap mine up, super simple, like I said, start off simple and work your way up. Um, just add in, eat a little bit of movement each day, simple exercises, and then go to, you know, doing full workouts once or twice a week is fine. And just building from there. And again, you don't want to get to the point where it fully consumes your life and you're missing out on life because you're trying to chase a goal or something that is, you know, unachievable or something like that. And basically all this wrapped up should leave you with more energy to function in life. Okay, if you're doing this and you feel like it's draining and it's not working and you finish a workout and you haven't got any energy to, you know, go out and do stuff during the day, you're doing it wrong. So everything we've talked about in this episode should give you energy to live a healthier, fitter life and you should feel better and want to go out and do more stuff. I thought you were nearly going to skip that last point. Did you? <laughs> yeah, because I, I really like that, like Jack's got written down, finish your workouts with energy. Mm. So I feel like I came into exercise doing CrossFit yeah. and you don't do that. You no. use all of the energy that you have available in the workout and then you are dead for the rest of the day. If you follow CrossFit or you follow a CrossFit memes page, you'll see so many memes about people doing the morning CrossFit and then being like dead for the rest of the day. And yeah. since we've changed our training style, it actually, like I can train any time of the day and I still feel okay to go back to work or to go for a swim or whatever, like still live my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. And most of the, the clients that do my workouts do say, you know, it is energizing when you finish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so again, it just goes into, you know, your workout should energize you for the day. The food you eat should energize you for the day. And wrap it all up into one, you should be energized throughout the whole day. Woo. All right. If you have made it this long, again, thank you very much for listening. If you haven't already, hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening along. If you are listening on iTunes, give us a five-star review and a positive comment. Helps us reach a few more people. And we have got some really big episodes coming out in the first two months. So make sure you hit subscribe and follow so you don't miss those. And I'll leave it there. Cool. Good awesome. luck, everybody. And if you, yeah, if you do pass this on to family or friends or you try and introduce them into the health and wellness using these tips, let us know how you go. Um, these have worked for us and we want to know if it works for everybody else trying to implement them. So we do want feedback on our episodes as well. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Thanks again, everybody. And we'll talk to you in the next episode.